Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, Westward. So the word sellout in the black culture uh, holds a lot of weight to it. It's almost like calling a woman the B word or, or a white person calling a black person the N word. It, could, it, can have some, um, it can have some effect to it. Like it, it can get to people, you know, and I can understand why, because being called a sellout, they painted the picture of a person leaving their surroundings uh, that they grew up in, that they were born in, and never coming back, right? But then once, you know, one of these rappers get killed in their city that they were potentially taking care of or trying to build up, it's a different story. Or when someone's son gets gunned down you know, in these streets, nobody is saying anything. And they wonder why people move away. We've also talked about like the rich aunties and uncles that move away, don't really come to a lot of family functions and things like that. You see them every now and then. Some of them were cool. Some of them act snobby and bougie, whatever the case may be. But these were people that were once born and raised in the hood but they don't never come back or they barely come back there. If they do come back, they don't stay for long. And like I said, they don't attend. They don't. They don't go to Lil Ray Ray's, you know, birthday party. You know what I mean? They're not pulling up for baby showers and shit like that. They'll send a gift, or if they do pull up, it's a hey, we stopping by. Here's a gift, and we out. You know, Thanksgiving comes around, they might pop up for a little bit and then get back to it. You know what I mean? So it, it's 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 a thing. It's a thing in our culture to say, yo. You sold out, you didn't come back. But look at the people who say it, though. Have we ever really thought about that? And then where did it all start from? Did it start from certain black people not wanting to deal with uh, the circumstances uh, that was dealt to them, the cars that was dealt to them, and they wanted something better for them uh, for themselves or something like that? Or was it a mixture of people that got some money and did change? And we all know money changes a lot of people. It changes just your, your 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 lifestyle. It changes the way how you want to carry yourself, especially if you're making that type of money consistently. You know, if you're making over a hundred thousand, you're not about to. You know, for some people, I'm not gonna say all. Some people is not going to be like, yeah, I'm. I'm I make over a hundred thousand. I stay in South Central. I don't think you're gonna hear. You're not gonna find too many people like that. As a matter of fact. If they do make over 100000 and they stay in South Central, you'll never know about them. They're quiet, you know. But I, I, I pay, I've been paying close attention to it since high school. You know what I mean? I remember one of my favorite diss tracks, No Vaseline. You know what I'm saying? Yelling Compton, but you moved to Riverside. I, you know, I, got a, I had an uncle, may he rest in peace, that, uh, you know, that used to stay in... Um, Riverside, my cousin, Jonathan, you know what I'm saying? My auntie Jan, 
at a lovely house, you know, and around the time my mom passed away uh, in 2008, like all of like 2009, you know, the rest of 2008 and all of 2009, like we was going, me and my cousin Mike was going back and forth out to Riverside, chilling on the weekends or even you know, during the week. Cause I don't even think I was working like that that much. And, um, you know, we used to, you know, get on that 91 and go to Riverside, chill with him. He had a pool and shit like that. And I never got in the pool, but I used to just walk in the house. I used to just love being around. Like he just had one of those houses that you would see on the TV shows and shit like that. It's one of those quiet ass neighborhoods and things like that. Um, you know, where I was, you know, I was still in South Central at the time. I was still in L.A. And then, you know, getting with my, back then, my girlfriend, which is now my wife, um, we had, we graduated every goddamn time. Like, we, 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 we graduated to the next level. We kept going up, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm going to get to that towards the end of this uh, episode of our personal goals. Like our personal goals individually was always to get out of the hood. Cause we never wanted to raise our kids in, in these areas. You know what I mean? And we started out in one bedroom apartment to a two bedroom apartment and things like that. And we just kept, you know, kept going and kept going. And there's more details to that from the places that we moved to and, and, and things like that. But I'm okay with being called a, a sellout or whatever the case may be, because under the definition of a sellout in, in, the, in the urban dictionary or in the black culture is a person that, you know, basically moved away from the hood. I'll take that. You know what I mean? Now, I'm a little bit different because even though I moved away from the hood, I, I still go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Because I work in L.A., but, you know, the familiar places, I still go back to from time to time. There's a lot of places that I don't go back to. But, you know, if going to go see certain people, my granny still stays in South Central. My auntie stays in Compton. You know what I'm saying? I got friends in different cities like Inglewood and West L.A. and things like that. So it's like, you know, if I want to see them and, or just pass through certain places, certain food places that I like to go to are still in the hood. You know? And certain freeways that I got to use, you got to drive through the hood. So I'm not completely uh, a sellout because it's not like I left and I'm coming back. But I will say this: I don't think I'll, I don't think I will ever move back to LA. Nah, it's too much going on in the city. It's too, it, and it feels like everything is just packed in into the city. You know what I mean? I like I like staying where I'm at because it's spread out. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely quiet. It's eerie quiet if you. If you move out there for the first time, it's eerie quiet, like stupid quiet. If to the point where when you get used to it, you will um if you get used to the quietness, at some point you're going to think hearing a helicopter is is crazy, right? Um but I'm okay. I'm okay with that because I know that this thing called hip hop is is supposed to be our bible. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop runs the world. A lot of uh, a lot along with some other things, but hip hop runs the world. If you think the way 
a lot of people starting to talk now. Look at a lot of like the white TikTokers and stuff like that. Yo, they get our flavor. They get their flavor from us. Now, I'm not saying black people are the end all be all, but we create a lot of dope shit that, that you can monetize off of or even just give you confidence to live your life. You know what I mean? And that's that's some of that came from hip hop. If not, most of it came from hip hop, the elements of hip hop. You know what I mean? Being able to be creative and express yourself. That's graffiti and breakdancing. You know what I'm saying? Poetry. That's hip hop. You know, being able to put words together to construct a bar, you know, all kind of shit. You know what I mean? The way we carry ourselves to all the way down to the way we dress, the fashion trends that we had. I, I think the, the it was very diverse back in probably in like the the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Because it seemed like to me, I'm, I'm from my point of view, like in the 70s, even down to like the black and the white people, it seemed like they wore similar things. It, it, I mean, maybe the suits were a little bit different and things like that, but it was like a certain style that they wore back in the 70s, right? Whereas when you get to the 80s, that shit was different. You know what I'm saying? You had the dope boys who was wearing, you know, uh, velour suits, shit like that, jeans, and and uh, the Lacoste polo shirts with the Nike Cortez or the Chucks and things like that. You had the white people out there that was just dressing in tight jeans and halter tops and scrunchy socks, neon colors, things like that, right? But then you get to the 90s and then that's when hip hop fully took over. Like every every dress trend that came through was like different where you had the pants leg up at one point. Niggas was wearing their clothes backwards. Pink was introduced to the 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 uh, the male side. Shout out to Dipset. You know what I'm saying? You had the baggy clothes where, you know, even certain girls, shout out to TLC that used to wear baggy clothes. You know, uh, Carl Kanaya, Cross Colors, Tommy Hilfiger. Like, we the ones that started bringing the brands into this where we wear Mecca and uh, Chaps and FUBU. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And... It was just, it was just, it, 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 it was just different. But that was our thing. That was part of our culture. And everybody in the hood did that. And then you started to grow a little bit more. You started to grow a little bit more. And you started to to figure out who you was as a, as a person. A lot of this shit stems from how you grew up. And then a lot of people had goals they couldn't execute. A lot of people didn't have any goals and they were complacent or they were fine where they were at in life, being stuck in the hood. You know what I'm saying? They probably been working a government job or a city job, state job, whatever the case may be. They probably find themselves a good job and they were like, look, I'm good where, where I'm at right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stay off of 109th in San Pedro or I'm going to stay off of 80th in Maine uh, or I'm going to stay off of 50th in Crenshaw or, so, you know, 60th in Crenshaw or something like that. I'm going to be over here. Like, niggas know me. I grew up over here. And they just stuck. But then some people are like, no, nah, man, I'm about to move out. I'm about to move to Pasadena. I'm about to move to the IE. I'm about to move to Torrance. I'm about to move to Culver City. I'm about to move to Santa Monica and things like that. And those are, those, those are places that's considered somewhat sellout places. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're moving to much upscale, better, cleaner areas, better supermarkets, things like that. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't see Baylor coming around no more. I don't think you'll ever hear that, but I'm just going to use my name as an example. But ain't nobody around. Like, all my homeboys are spread it out. They're spread it out. We see each other. We see each other probably less than a handful of times a year in person. 
all together at that. It's probably it's probably less than a handful of times that we're actually in the same building all together at once. But then individually, it's almost still less than a handful of times because we got families and stuff like that. And I'm not raising my family in the hood. It's just my personal preference. Like now I'm not saying if if I if I if I had to, then I'd be able to, you know, I'll deal with it. But we made a we made a decision to move 50 miles away from the city. And we've been loving it ever since. You know what I mean? So I, I understand, like I said, I, I just finished breaking down hip hop. Hip hop influenced us to do a lot of a lot of dope shit. But hip hop also lied to us, too. And it continues to lie to us. You know what I mean? Hip hop is not perfect, but hip hop is my Bible. But hip hop is for sure not perfect because hip hop told you not to not to snitch. But hip hop never told you what really a snitch is. Me personally, I feel like a nigga who was involved in any type of illegal uh, type of movement or whatever and then turn on his friends. That's for sure snitching. But if something happened to one of my friends or family member. I'm not about to say I didn't see anything. What sense does that make? You know what I'm saying? Or even in a situation where and I get it, because we was groomed to say, yo, yeah, something happened, but I ain't see it. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with me until it happens to you. And then you want to know from other people that's not going to say anything. Yo, what happened, man? What happened? That's the first thing that we want to know when, when one of the rappers get gunned down. Yo, who was it? Did they catch them? But nobody want to talk. That shit, don't, that, that shit never made any sense. All right, cool. Y'all want to act like that? I'm going to go, I'm going to move to a place where they got cameras everywhere. I'm going to move to a place where they don't, they, they, they might have some Karens over there, but at least I know them motherfuckers about to start talking if something happened. Now they might be nosy as fucking in everybody's business and you check them if need be. And that's cool. But let something happen on the block and they just so happen to see it. Them niggas not about to hold their breath in or act like they ain't got nothing to do with me. Unless they on some racist shit or something like that. But no, man, I remember, you know, out there where I lived at, this 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 cat that um his son used to play football with my son. And you know, his garage was across from our front door. And my son was up two, three o'clock in the morning playing Fortnite as he usually does. And he witnessed a robbery where they broke into his garage and he owned a couple of Harleys. You know what I mean? He got he had like two or three Harleys up in his garage. And he watched them pull up a bed. A fucking bed, and he and they put they they got all the Harley all the Harleys except for one because you needed a special key to move the bike or something like that, and that motherfucker was heavy. And yeah, the next morning, you know, it was and it just so happened that it was a blackout, and we I'm not sure if it was a blackout on the block or just a blackout in the community, and they knew to zero in on him. The point of the story is that man probably grew up in the same environment we grew up in, in L.A. or somewhere around L.A. or something like that. Cool cat, tattooed up, drive Harley, son, play sports or whatever. But he moved out where we moved out to. They broke in this shit. He didn't take it as, oh, this shit just happened. Niggas ain't going to say nothing because they not no snitches. No, that nigga came right to me, asked my son, and, and my son, and yo, my son didn't even grow up in that type of shit. And he even was like, yo, I don't want to get into this, but I feel like I got to say something. 
And I was like, look, if you want to say something, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Because let me tell you, let me tell you, if something happened and somebody stole your shit and somebody seen it, you will want to know what they know. So if you want to, go ahead. If you don't want to, I'm not mad at you. Because we've been taught and groomed to not say anything because we're worried about some consequences that might not even come back on us. And he went ahead and told. They called the sheriffs. They called the people in the... Um, they caught the management that came out there that was taking pictures of the of the garage and shit like that. And old boy felt he was like, yo, thank you. Thank you for speaking up. You know what I mean? To the point where he was like, look, I'm going to buy a ring doorbell and I, and I want to give it to y'all. It's, it's for both of us. Like, I'm going to buy it for y'all. And at the same time, like, yo, I need I want, you know, camera footage facing my garage. And I was like, all right, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Now, it never did happen, but the idea was dope, you know? And, and that's and, and that's where we at with it. You know what I'm saying? That, when you look at it, it's been a lot of shit going on in L.A. And not just outside of, like, people selling packages and shit like that. You heard about the niggas jumping on trains and shit like that, stealing all this shit before they even get to the fucking warehouse? It's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Back in December, niggas was leaving their trunks open because... They were breaking into cars, stealing shit. So they go to the malls and leave their trunk open with a note on the window saying, please don't break in my car. There's nothing valuable in here. You know, and this is in the hood. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, it's been a lot of shit been going on in the hood. I don't want my family around that shit. I just don't. A lot of deaths been going down in L.A., Niggas has been getting it to the point where they was trying to compare us to the person that you know the news is going to put 10s on it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to try to put 10s and 20s on it. But it was really, at some point, it was like, yo, bro, Baylor, when you take your little naps or if you ain't got, you got downtime, bro, don't sit out here in your car. No, it really felt like that. I'm not going to sit up there and, and sign off on it was a purge-like feel out here, but it was definitely going up. The murder rate was definitely going up. Lost two L.A. rappers in, 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 in what, a week? About a week or two? Known cats in, in, in L.A. And one was actually known, was bigger outside of California. But, yeah. In our own backyard. We can't have festivals. We can't have concerts right now. Niggas is hungry. They killing, they killing women in SUVs. Like, they killing people in the middle of one of our old spots that we stayed off. We stayed off of Crenshaw and Exposition. There was, a, there was a, a body laid out on Crenshaw and Exposition a couple of months ago in the middle of the street. Just random. I follow a lot of hood news on, on IG just to, just to be aware of it. But this is where, this is why I stay far away. My goals, my goal was to get away from L.A. I got away from L.A. My goal was to get... Uh, you know, we got we had in our uh, an apartment. We moved from apartment, then we moved to homecoming, where we was always trying to get up in the homecoming. It's a gated community, you know what I mean? Uh, townhouses, shit like that. Got up in there, and then after that, the goal was to buy a house. We finally bought our house last November. Boom. Now, what's our next goal? Our next goal is to buy another house. Hopefully, the last house that we buy in an area that we said. This is where we're going to stay at for the rest of our lives, uh, for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, our next move is, is, is going to be a potential uh, permanent move. That's our next goal. 
You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be around all this bullshit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm too old for that shit. You know what I mean? I'm just too old for this shit. Would I go back to the hood? Yes, I got family in the hood, so I'm going to go back here and there. Not a lot, but yeah, here and there. And like I said, it's the food places, but there's really not, uh, there's really no reason outside of maybe going to see a friend or two, going to see my granny or my auntie, going to see my step pops. There's nobody outside of that where I'm like, you know what? Let me just, nah, because it's going down. For for a long time, even before COVID, I had to stay I had to stay away from uh from certain friends that had records and shit like that. Not even just records that was that was still in the streets because I'm like, yo, bro, I can't be associated with this. It's not not it had nothing to do with me associating them with my brand or anything like that. But it's like, yo, I'm being associated with your brand. So if niggas see me with you, they can't get to you. What do you think? They're going to come and get me. I'm the one that's out here freelancing. I don't have no titles on me. I'm not going to have no rags on me either. But if I'm seen with certain people like, yo, they want to know. That must be his, is that his brother? Is that his cousin? That's his homeboy? All right, we're going to go get him then. That's how I think. That's the L.A. mentality. That's how we, that's how we was raised. If you can't get the main target, you get the targets around them to bring the target out. I always keep that mindset. It helps me. It helps me stay safe. I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a, I'm a father. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to gymnastics and I'm going to basketball practice. I'm going to tournaments. You know what I'm saying? Me and my wife going on dates. We're going to the jacuzzi and shit like that. We're really chilling. And then on my personal time, I'm doing podcasting. I'm playing 2K now. Shout out, I got the PS5. Look for me, gamer tag Baylorism. But that's where I'm at now. That's why I don't, I'm definitely about to not about to be beefing with no niggas online. Niggas that I probably de- definitely never meet. Or I just don't want that energy. I don't want that energy. Now, being petty is one thing. But actually having beef with people, nah. But that's the reason why niggas move away. Because the hood will kill you. Yes, it made you who you are. And the person you are today, for whatever that's worth, whether you turned out great or it's still fucking you up, that's the hood. I'm not staying. I'm not staying too long. So if that's considered a sellout, then all right, this sellout can whoop your ass probably. If I need to, because now I'm not just, I'm not fighting for, for fun. I'm not fighting for the sport or anything like that. At this point, it's a threat against my life. So... I might have to Cobra Kai your shit. Strike first and strike hard. You know what I mean? I can't be on my Mr. Miyagi shit, my Mr. Miyagi dojo, because I'm not about to wait for you to attack me. I'm just about to react. I'm not about to react. I'm about to I'm about to just move now. And that's what I do. I avoid conflict at all costs. Even when it comes to like playful debates, if I see it going the wrong way, I just I either stop talking or I just say, okay. Cats don't be listening. You know what I mean? They be so emotional. I don't even have time to deal with that shit. And it'd be about, I don't know, sports or something like that. Niggas get emotional real quick. And that's just what it is in the hood. Niggas are still starving. They still hungry. You know? And I, it's a lot that play into it. But nah, if, if being a sellout is, is never coming back, then that's just what it is. Because time and time, you niggas keep showing us well, coming back to the hood ain't helping either. 
It's either it's either you stay here and never make it. And it ain't well. It ain't no either. You just stay here and never make it, and then you still end up going. It still end up dying. But niggas that say, "Yo, you not coming back," and like, nigga, Ice Cube ain't been back to this bitch yet. Snoop Dogg ain't been back to this bitch yet, and ain't, ain't gonna come back. These niggas about to, they not about to mess up money over this bullshit. And truth be told, that's everybody's goal. If niggas had a little bit more money, and 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 they and they had. A woman, vice versa. Niggas ain't about to get into no trouble. Nah. Unless these niggas got some type of form of CTE. Shout out to Antonio Brown. Shout shit. Hell, shout out to Chris Brown. These are only niggas that started making money and then wanted to go backwards. Wanted to be game bangers. I wanted to be rappers. Like, and rappers wanted to be athletes. Yeah. Some of them niggas don't know how to do the sellout shit. <laughs> Hey, don't. When keeping it real goes wrong. Well, I'm keeping it real with you. Niggas want to live a better life. Niggas ain't trying to be out here on some, yeah, I stayed in the hood. I stayed 10 toes down. Nigga, you ain't did that. The hood ain't did nothing for you. The hood ain't did shit for you. You still waking up with attitude. Still waking up with attitude. And if you game banging, if you game banging over 30, then I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. And shout out to all you, um, Shout out to you, uh, what do you call it? You you top recruit game bangers. You niggas that's from other states and shit, adopting the LA lifestyle game banging and stuff like that. Don't even know the history of it. Weird niggas. And some of you niggas is coming from good places where y'all from. But when they come to LA, want to go to Compton, you some weird niggas. Weird and stupid. I don't know, man. I'm sick of y'all niggas, man. Cause y'all are some weird niggas, bro. I just, just stay away from me. I don't care what you do. Just stay away from me and my own. And we and we'll be good. But I'll continue to be a sellout.